We all want to raise our children to become their best. But when things go sideways, that's where Justin Noland works with children who were, have addictions and been through horrific experiences in their life and guides them. So today's a very special episode, and he has loads and loads of practical things to tell us. So listen in and listen very deeply. So listen up. Grounding ourselves in gratitude is the most important thing, right? So instead of oh no, I have to support my kid who's been cutting themselves, saying I get to. I've seen children who struggle with addiction as young as 11 years old, severe addictions. I've seen children who have stabbed and murdered at nine years old. That's pretty young, right? So when you're supporting your teenager at 16 because they're a little bit stressed out, I think maintaining perspective and gratitude is the most important thing. Those are some extreme outliers examples that I used but one of my rare experiences is I grew up living in a funeral home my dad's worked in the funeral business for 40 years and when my parents were divorced we went and lived in the funeral home because traditionally they always had uh, apartments in it right Um, and so uh, I remember being 10 years old myself when we had brought in another 10 year old who had been killed by a school bus and um, I was going to sleep. And on the other side of my wall was, you know, this other 10 year old being laid to rest the next day. And I said to my dad, can I go say a prayer at the casket? Um, and he said, of course. So I went and, and knelt beside this casket. And I distinctly remember, we'll never forget making a promise to this other 10 year old saying that no matter what, I'm not gonna take things for granted and I'm going to do my best to enjoy and appreciate life um, because, you know, you had yours taken away. And so that is like a very deep perspective building example. But to me, it makes it so easy to operate on the daily. Now, I think when I was younger and what I see a lot of people do is they take that perspective a little bit too far and it makes them almost dismissive, not good listeners right? Because I think that when people are struggling, they need to be felt and heard, right? So I never bring up examples such as other people have it worse, or there's way worse. (laughs) I know that myself. And that's okay, I can keep it here in my heart. But I don't need to speak that to somebody going through a difficult time. Even if they stubbed their toe or somebody made their coffee wrong at the drive through, it doesn't matter. They're struggling with that relatively difficult experience and going back to what I had said earlier about understanding the individual and the ebb and flow that can change for an individual I think it's important to realize that it doesn't matter what that stimuli is they're dysregulated and struggling right now but I think that in the moment supporting a kid who who comes to you like that or your own child who's finally disclosing uh abuse, for example, or self-harm or extreme suicidal ideation, addiction, go down the list, Um, getting into trouble with peers or even smaller things like socially struggling, all these moments is just to come at it with a place of your own gratitude and perspective. But then for them, definitely coming at it from an attachment-based approach, meaning I'm here for you. I'm going to listen. We'll figure this out together. That again, it's that it's that concept of it's not oh I have to, but I get to. 
right? And even for our own health, I, I go to that dark, deep place. I don't like to call it dark because again, to me, it's just perspective. You know, I had an uncle who passed away when his kids were one, three, and five. And so every day that I'm doing a podcast like this, or getting to support a youth who's struggling with suicide, I am just so grateful that I'm able to even be there. So when you come at it from that place on your own, I get to instead of I have to, it just, I mean, it's, I don't, I find it so easy thing in those moments where maybe when I was a little less mature, I would have been trying to rationalize. I think realizing that we don't need to look for solutions in the moment and that it's not about you. I think that's another cliche that helps so many people because it's not about you right away. We want to feel like we're not a good enough parent or we're not a good, you know what I mean? And you have to be able to set your own ego aside in these types of either one-time conversations or overall lifelong um, teaching and parenting opportunities. If we start thinking about ourselves in those moments or start getting solution focused, I find that a middle ground that people go through in learning this stuff is that they start off not being able to focus on solutions. They're catastrophic. They're worried. They're stressed. Then a middle phase is becoming solution focused, right? So we're going to be positive and we're going to look for solutions. And what happens in that phase is we too often don't listen to what the person's saying because we're going through these solutions in our head. And that next step of wisdom and maturity in terms of listening to people is being able to set aside solutions, set aside our own rationalization, our own fears, and just truly listen. And when we do that, then in the near or somewhat distant future, um, we'll be able to start accessing solutions together collaboratively. And working through the problems will be that real uh, third phase. I don't, this isn't, I didn't take that from anybody. So I don't know if that actually exists, but I know that it's kind of those three steps to learning how to listen. That's certainly, um, that I think it's obviously important to get solutions, but when we want to build our solution focused skills, we start doing it too early in the process. And that's just dangerous too. That's where you see kids slamming parents' doors. And I think in terms of interacting, you know, being good communicators, if we call it listening, um, the most important thing is being present, mindfulness, so to speak. I think learning how to live in the present moment, no matter how busy we are, and there are fantastic pop culture examples of this. Uh, you know, a lot of people say, if you want to have a good conversation with someone, go to the busiest person. I think that's because of this idea that they've learned how to build systems and habits for themselves that allow for you to be present in that conversation, right? And that goes back to the effect of listening, not being solution focused, not thinking about my agenda, not thinking about my schedule or my to-do list, being able to be fully present and engaged in this conversation with you is the number one most important thing I can do, whether it's my four-year-old kid or speaking with yourself, I think being fully present. And that is probably something that's underrated or misunderstood by people because I think it takes explicit practice and reflection to and development. A lot of people say that golf is a tough sport to learn. And I think golf teachers have a great way of teaching because they'll teach a lesson. Then they'll say, go away for X number of repetitions, then come back. Let's reflect and let's take step two based on what you need now, go away, come back. Right. And that's the same way that I see mindfulness and 
being here now practice is that you need to find ways that work for you to develop the ability to be present. And some of them are like silly examples, like having a calendar that's foolproof and having an ability to tra track your to-do list that you know is going to work 100% of the time because you don't want those things in your brain when you're having a conversation with someone. If you had taken out as much as I have with listening to Justin, then you will want to listen to his full session with him, which I will put live very soon, and I will keep you updated. If you would please leave a review down below, help us out getting ranked on iTunes, and thank you for being on The Influential Parentpreneur, where we share how you can thrive with your family, with yourself, and scale your business by growing people. I wish you an amazing day and see you in the next podcast.